Glory to Jesus Christ. Each gospel reading we read during liturgies, and if we read gospels home, has some kind of challenge, which is not really pleasant to us because we feel that these words really go very deep to our soul and uncover something where we really don't want to be uncovered. And many times we try to pretend that we don't feel this challenge coming from gospel because we know that if we open our mind and heart to this challenge, it would probably change our life. So willingly or unwillingly, many times we ignore this. Many times we ignore these challenges from gospel because we were formed in that way. Many times we compare ourselves with other Christians and we say, well, I am okay in comparison with the other Christians, so I am fine. But the truth is that in this overlooking this challenge, not trying to take this challenge, then in this there is a very clever temptation of demons. Because if we take our faith so seriously, we try to be good. We try to be good people. We try to do good deeds. And we do it with seriousness. And the evil one uses this our position of heart, state of heart, these settings of our heart to do good things. So when we used to do good things, he comes to us and he says, you are doing well. You are a good person. You, you can be proud of yourself. Look around you. There are so many people who don't do this, what you are doing. And, and there is no lie in this. It's difficult to recognize this temptation because, well, it is true that we are trying to do good things. So this is why we easily fail to recognize this whispering of our invisible enemy. And it leads to a state of satisfaction. I start to be satisfied with my life. Actually, I am happy with my life and I see things what I'm doing as an accomplishment. And even sometimes we think that while well, my life pleases God, 
But gospel, what we heard today, brings on some kind of challenge and tries to shake this desire satisfaction. I think that Christ said these words with this intention to ruin, to demolish this our satisfaction which can settle in our heart as a result of temptation. He knows our hearts and he knows how easily we can be victims of temptations. And this is very nasty temptation because it's, it's difficult to uncover it with ease. And because of that, Christ says, don't be satisfied if you are doing good things, which even those who don't believe in God are able to do, and they are doing that. I call you to extreme goodness. I call you to really go beyond those limits you put to your heart. I call you to be hero in loving, in doing good things. I want to be here you to be hero in showing mercy to others. So much hero that you will be conquering yourself through somehow even painful process. And when we take just first of this, his suggestions, it says, love your enemy. How it is that we, we know about that and how many times say, yeah, well, I do, I'm not angry. And, uh, but this is love. It means really show him all goodness which you are able to show that person. You love your enemy. And then we start to see blocks in our soul. We argue, how can I love the person who caused some kind of huge damage to me, who humiliated me or harmed me in different ways? Well, I don't want to have anything. I don't. I am not an angry person, but I don't want to be to have anything with this person. These are excuses many times, and we find that it is difficult for us to go and to love that person. We feel that there is a barrier which needs to be broken if we go a little bit further. And we don't have courage to do this because we would look like crazy people probably. But God calls us to this craziness. But well, now I don't say that we resist to these challenges which are coming from gospel. Because we love God and we want to fulfill his commandments. But we feel this, that it is like impossible for us. 
that we are not able to do this, even if we want. So what we are supposed to do, how to act in our life, may we are able to accept and fulfill this challenge we find in these words. If we go the writings of holy teachers of spiritual life, we will find that they are talking about this problem which we have about these barriers. And all together they tell us in the beginning one thing. Don't think that you are able to do it by yourself. As Christ says, you are not able to do anything without me. And this is spiritual law or spiritual life. If we try to do something by ourselves, through our strength, through our power, through our abilities, we will come to some kind of limits. We'll be able to master many things in our life, but to certain limits which will be not, we will, but we will not have power and strength to cross. This is our spiritual life. And this work and fulfillment of God's commandments should be connected always with begging for God's grace to help us. If we want to conquer these limits which don't let us go further in perfectness, so there, there is a sign that I need help from above. And God comes with His grace to help those who ask. So to accept challenge and to fulfill challenge, which gospel gives us, starts with begging for God's grace, for God's help. And when we start to pray and to ask God for help for His grace, something happens. Usually it is not like some kind of jump some like sudden change, but what we experience is slow transformation of our heart and ability to go to make several steps ahead. And many times we cannot explain what happened. To illustrate this, I will share with you a story which was said during one retreat many years ago, and it's, this story touched my heart. During that retreat, priestly retreat, there was one <coughs> talk. <coughs> I have to tell this to give you a picture that this uh, retreat master was talking about proscomedia. It means preparation of gifts before the liturgy. And he was talking longer, and there is one part when uh, you are putting like particles on the discos. For example, if liturgy is uh, 
the, offered for deceased John. So you put, okay, this is intentional liturgy, but priests, they have privilege to put their own intentions there. And you can pray for deceased, you can pray for living. It's, it's, sometimes I do it earlier before, not before liturgy, because it takes long time. Because you have so many names and people in your head, you know, that it takes time to remember all those things and difficult and situations you are praying for. So he was talking about that. And then when he finished the talk, one older priest, he stood up and he said, well, I want to tell you a story. He said there was one man who really caused him not only big problems, he damaged his fame, and another damage, actually, he hurt him very badly. And he said, I never, I just did always just good things to the person. I never did anything wrong to him. Why he attacked me in so violent way? Why he damaged me so much? And, and he knew that his heart is filled with anger. He knew that in his heart he's not able to love that person. He said, well, I know that I should love him, but I was not able. I was not able. And then he made decision when he was thinking about that. He said, well, what am I going to do? During each liturgy, I will be praying for him. I will put a particle for him, for this my enemy during each liturgy. And I will be praying until God will not change my heart. So he did it first liturgy and he said nothing happened. <laughs> heart was the same, but he was doing it. And I think, you remember, it was like almost one year. During this year, he experienced something. He started to experience that anger is disappearing from his heart. Actually, this, this, this anger was replaced with this thought, well, I don't care about this person. So there was no burning passion of anger in his heart. But as he continued, as he continued, he realized that he started to like this person more and more. The process was not finished when he was saying that. But he said, I believe if I beg God for grace, God will, will continue in transformation of my heart that I will be able really to love him from depth of my heart. Just simple prayer transformed heart of this priest that he was able 
to remove this burning passion of anger from his heart towards his enemy. And slowly he started to love him. And I was thinking about that for a long time, you know, because this priest, he really showed us through this story that it is not up to us only. That we are doing our own part when we have good intention, we want something. But the biggest part is done by God, by His grace who transforms us if we ask Him. So I would like to invite you today to learn this spiritual law, to learn this skill which are given to us through saints. Don't have confidence in your own strength. If we find the limits that we are not able to fulfill some kind of commandment of Christ, because it seems impossible for our strength, remember that if we find that, it is impulse for us you should start to ask and beg God for grace, for help. And we can start to do it today. Many people were put on the discus today and will be carried on the altar with this request for help from above. Find out your limits today. Think quickly, what is your problem? Where, what kind of barrier you cannot go through in following in gospel, uh, gospel commandments? And when we make this great entrance with gifts, put on the discourse with your request. Lord, I beg you for help from above because I want to love you and follow you in an extreme way because I want to be with you, I want to live with you because I want to go to heaven. If you do this, something will happen today because there is another spiritual law we find in gospel and it was told us by Christ. He said, who asks, receives. If we ask for this help from above and these difficult limitations, we will receive help from above which will transform our heart little bit. And if we don't stop to beg, the grace will not stop to come to us until we are able to fulfill challenge gospels gives us. Amen.